Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, Montana? Welcome in. Sunshiny Friday here in western Montana. Hopefully you're getting some sun wherever you're at around the Treasure State. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. But now today we got a little Washington High School State Tournament action on SWX coming out of Spokane. But if you want to watch us, you want to view us other than your traditional radio, you can always... First of all, stream the show from our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on the Listen Live tab. Or you can always hit up YouTube as well. Nuana's now YouTube channel looking good, looking slick. Appreciate Andrew and the boys in the back for getting that all smoothed out. Ton to get to today here on your Friday. Hope you had a great week. Whirlwind week for me, but uh, very gratifying because we got... So much stuff coming up for you guys the next couple weeks. We will be taking this show on the road the next couple weeks. First from Boise, Idaho next week, and then the following week at a to-be-determined location, depending on where the NCAA tournament sites are, who gets sent where. We will be following the most pertinent Big Sky Conference representative. 
we're hoping and thinking that uh, at least one or if not both of the men's and women's Big Sky champions will be from the state of Montana. I think that both Montana and Montana State have contending teams, specifically the Cats, who have a couple front-running teams, but the Grizz could certainly make a run as well, particularly on the men's side, although last night probably not indicative of that. The Grizz ran into a buzzsaw against Northern Colorado, so we're going to get to that right off the top. What went down in Missoula as Northern Colorado comes to town and wins for the fourth time in their last five trips to Missoula. UNC probably the most successful team in Dahlberg Arena, not named the Montana Grizzlies. We're also going to talk all the way around the world of high school hoops, class AA divisional tournaments going on right now, and there's also district individual tournaments at the other levels of basketball as well. All four state tournaments for high school hoops take place next weekend. I can't really remember the last time that was the case, where all four were on the same weekend. Usually they stagger at least one out of it, but uh, all four will take place next weekend. So sort of a bummer for us because we will be so heavily concentrated on the tournament that we are at in Boise. But still we'll have coverage for you today and then throughout next week as well. Also, the reason I feel gratified and excited is we will be, once the completion of the Big Sky and other conference tournaments around the country are in the books, we will be launching our bracket challenge. We'll have a ESPN pool on ESPN.com, specifically for Nuanas now, listeners and entrants. But holy cow, do we have some sweet prizes for you guys. The, the, the first place prize package, after what Zootown Sports Cards just gave me, is going to be worth well over $1,000. Then the second place package, which I was hoping to be worth $250, is going to be worth more like $650. And uh, then the third place prize package, which I was hoping for like $75, is probably going to be worth over $200. So we have quite literally thousands of dollars of prizes for you. So we'll give you more details on that as the week and the month progresses. But thank you so much to all of the outstanding businesses that have contributed to our prize packages and contributed to our tournament takeover next week as well. We have 10 awesome Montana-made businesses sending us to Boise and to the NCAA tournament. We also have a variety of contributors to the Bracket Challenge, including Paradise Falls, our presenting sponsor, who will provide, hello, $400 for a cash prize for the first place winner, as well as $100 in gift cards for second and third place as well. So thanks to Paradise Falls, thanks to Warden's Market, thanks to the AC Hotel, thanks to Taglieri Deli, thanks to Zootown Sports Cards, and uh, thanks to everybody else that's been a part of our tournament takeover, as well as all of our outstanding prize packages. We're going to talk also all around the world of national sports. And probably some Grizz football, too. I was just down at football practice for just a quick minute. I was only down there for about 15 minutes. But I caught up with Bobby Houck. We'll play that sound next week. The Grizz actually have some movement on their coaching staff. I reported this on Skyline Sports a couple weeks ago. We actually haven't really gotten to it here on the show. So, um, Shan Schillinger, Baker product, former All-American safety for the Montana Grizzlies. He is on the move. He's headed to Mississippi State as a defensive analyst. He'll join up with Zach Arnett, who has... Deep ties to Bobby Houck there in uh, Starkville, Mississippi. And so Shan has spent a lot of time at, at Montana from his time as a player to his time as a coach. And so now he's heading the SEC. So we'll talk a little bit about that, talk about some other storylines for Montana. And we'll also give you a preview of the final day of the regular season for women's basketball, which takes place tonight. A couple huge games. 
actually three huge games in the Big Sky Conference for women's basketball tonight. Montana State plays at Northern Colorado. If MSU wins, they can share the conference title with Idaho State. Montana plays at Sac State. The winner of that game is going to get a bye in the conference tournament. The loser of that game, depending on what happens in the other Paramount game, could fall as far as seventh. And then Idaho plays at Northern Arizona. The winner of that game will also receive a bye, and the loser will also then be in a tiebreaker scenario for the sixth and the seventh seed. So we have postseason basketball basically tonight, starting in the Big Sky Conference with the tournament on the horizon. So we'll talk about that about 5.30 as well. That's our show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any questions you might have in the Missoula area concerning real estate, you can give Brent and his team a call. I know it's sunny, but ski season is still going, and uh, maybe you're a, a just a, a, a ski hound. Maybe you're a powder hound. You're already planning for next year. Well, guess what? Lost Trail's early bird season pass sale is going on right now. You can get the best prices of the season with adult passes starting at $395 and child passes starting at $295. Enjoy a full year of skiing, 1,800 acres, 300 inches of annual snowfall, five lifts, 69 ski runs, and family-friendly terrain and an environment. Go to LostTrail.com before the early bird sale ends. It's going on right now. It's been going on since March 1st. Today's March 4th, and it goes all the way through April 3rd. Prices will go up on April 4th, so to learn more about this early bird season pass special, visit LostTrail.com. Lost Trail, go for the snow. It is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Appreciate you being here. You want to be a part of the show, you always can. 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. You can call or text us anytime you want to be involved in the conversation. And, of course, we are... Coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. March into savings with Northwest Motorsport Markdown Madness. They're adjusting prices every day on the largest inventory of diesel trucks, lifted trucks, and adventure-ready SUVs. Bringing special APRs to Montana all March long. That's right, special APRs all month long. Don't let the greatest selection you're going to find pass you by. Go visit nwmsrocks.com. Last night in Missoula... I reckon that I've seen the two best teams in the Big Sky Conference live and in person in Missoula, Montana, in the span of four days. Montana State, when they came here, did not look like the best team in the Big Sky Conference. But I've watched them and covered them pretty heavily this year. And they looked like the best team in the Big Sky Conference on Tuesday night with a win over Southern Utah in Bozeman to secure a share of the Big Sky Conference regular season title. And then last night... In Bozeman, Cats take care of business against Sac State, and now they're the outright champions, the first outright championship at MSU in 20 years, dating all the way back to 2002. And then last night in Missoula, I saw the Northern Colorado Bears, and so interesting because I've watched UNC on the live stream, but as everybody that watches and follows hoops knows, you can't get a real gauge for a team unless you watch them live. That coupled with the fact that UNC played the Montana schools way back in December on the opening weekend of conference play, it's been forever since I even really 
consciously paid attention to UNC. I mean, I watched them against Southern Utah in that game. I watched Northern Colorado against Weber earlier this year as well. But it's just totally different seeing a team in person. And I was incredibly impressed. Steve Smiley's doing a great job. They play a very crisp and disciplined style. Their offensive execution is really, really good. And uh, they basically systematically executed Montana last night. They got out to an 8-2 to two lead in Missoula. And I don't want to say cruise, but the Grizz never really went on the run. And Northern Colorado led wire to wire. Opening tip to final buzzer, 75-66. UNC comes into Missoula and hands the Grizz a loss. Montana had only lost 10 of their last 68 home games. Five of those have been in Northern Colorado. So that means the last of the Grizz's last 11 home losses, six have come at the hands of Northern Colorado. And UNC has now won four out of five in Missoula. So the Bears are certainly not scared when they come to Dahlberg Arena. We're going to get to that in a minute. By the way, Regime Seabrook, our uh, normal Friday co-host, he's here, but he's feeling a little under the weather. So I don't know if he's going to make it in studio or not. Uh, if he is, pleasant surprise. If not, we got it. We can take care of the show without him. So either way, I'll go check on him once we get to some of this sound here in a minute. We're going to hear from Dalen Kuntz from Northern Colorado and Travis Takira upcoming. But first, we'll talk about the winners. And they're winners in big way because they've won two straight games in the span of four days after losing the rivalry game, and that's Montana State. Danny Sprinkle, I think, is now a, sh- a certainty to be the Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year. And... Montana State, they moved to 15-4 and four last night with their victory over Sac State, and they're 23-7 and seven overall. I can't really wrap my mind around that because Montana State has had such struggles being anything but just middle of the road in basketball for ever and ever and ever. I mean, it's been for sure my whole time as a professional media member and, uh, I mean, mostly the last generation in which Montana State has – Struggled to find its footing, whether it was against its rival or in the Big Sky Conference or period. 20 win seasons were so elusive at MSU. So to have 23 and counting and to be outright Big Sky champs and to have a program record 15 Big Sky victories already with Northern Colorado coming to town, an impressive performance. We were supposed to have some reporters of the game last night. The way the world's going right now, it's just, it's tough. You know, there's a lot of stuff that comes up. For a variety of reasons, we don't need to get into any of that stuff. But uh, because we didn't have any feet on the ground for Skyline Sports in Bozeman, Andrew Houghton, who was here with me in Missoula, he decided to stay home and watch the Bobcat game while I was already on my way down to Washington Grizzlies, or excuse me, uh, the Adams Center to, to Dahlberg Arena to watch Montana against Northern Colorado. So we'll bring in Andrew for, for a minute here. Um, and Andrew... First of all, the response by the Bobcats after the rivalry loss in Missoula has been very good. But now here we are with the Cats as the outright champions. I know you watched a little bit of this game against Sac State last night. Um, Bobcats didn't look like the best team in the league against Montana on Sunday, and that's one of the only times they haven't looked like the best team in the league. In fact, every time out for the duration of 2022, basically, since the calendar year turned, they've looked like the best team except for when they were in Missoula. So what would you think of their response overall, and what did you think of just their performance last night? I thought it was a great response, Coulter, not only from over the weekend losing to Montana, but also from wrapping up the conference title against Southern Utah on Tuesday. Big celebration after that. You get the trophy. You come back, and, you know, you've got it wrapped up already, but you still got two more games left in the regular season. They took care of business again on Thursday. I thought they looked really good. 
Sacramento State, I mean, is a team that's come on strong here in the second half of the season. They'd won three in a, in a row going into that game, and they looked good. But it just didn't feel ever down the stretch, you're watching it, that Montana State was going to lose that game. I mean, they had their lead cut down to three, down to two. They were down at halftime, came out of halftime on a big run to take the lead, and once they got that lead, it just never felt like they were going to lose. I mean, they were they were hitting shots and getting contributions from up and down the lineup and chesting up and getting some stops when they needed to. It was just a, a really professional performance, I thought. These uh, bookended schedules where there's been certain times in the Big Sky where you play the same team in the span of 10 days, but these games between Sacramento State and Northern Colorado and the Montana schools, literally four months apart. I mean, these were happening the first couple days of December. So because of that, I feel like Sac State and Northern Colorado have been the teams that have drifted off my radar more than any other teams that combined with I, – I'm familiar with Northern Colorado, though, because I like the system. I think that from Tad Boyle to Jeff Linder to now Steve Smiley, they have a defined culture and a defined style of playing. And I really like Northern Colorado's team with the veteran players that they have. I know the guys I watched last night I was unfamiliar with. I've watched Dalen Kuntz and Bodie Hume and Matt Johnson and Kerr Jokuc play for years because that team has been together for a long time. I'm so out to lunch on Sac State. The, some of the people that were in attendance in Bozeman kept texting me about the Chappelle kid. Is he the guy? Is he easy he as, as advertised? The other thing about Sac State is Brian Katz, the longest tenured coach in the league, he retired in the offseason. So that also was a blow to Sacramento State just in terms of their uh, reputation in the league. But um, it seems like under a first-year head coach, they're playing a little better down the stretch. But what do you think of the Chappelle kid? What do you, th- you think of their total overall talent? I thought Chappelle was good. I mean, the guy for them is still Bryce Fowler, who's been sure. around for a little while, and and you know he's leading them in scoring this year. I thought they were, you know, I thought they looked like they knew what they were doing, and I didn't have anything to compare them to because I didn't really watch them earlier in the season either. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's just like you said with the new coach coming in, if they're just sort of you know gelling a little bit here at the end of the season. I mean they. They knew what they were doing. They just Montana State was a little bit better, as they have been all year long. And I think that it's also a testament to Danny Sprinkle's coaching too, because he was very straightforward and very frustrated and very um, uh, I don't want to say emotional as much as I mean he was mad. He, he was he was he said it on this show earlier this week. He said I was fuming when we got off the bus after coming back from the Cat Grizz game. And I know that he got after a couple of the guys that are veteran players for the Cats that didn't play well on, on Sunday against Montana. Abdul Muhammad, who's a six-year senior, and Ahmed Adama, who's a fifth-year senior, those guys didn't show up on Sunday. And Danny Sprinkle said just as much. But he's, he talked about this great moment where he brought the team into the arena after they'd returned. So you're talking wee hours of the morning after they returned. I guess it was a 3 p.m. tip in Missoula over the weekend. So maybe they got home at a little bit more of a reasonable hour. But still, you're talking in the middle of the night. He brings the guys in and says, guys, look, there's only three banners hanging in Brick Breed and Fieldhouse for Montana State men's basketball. And those are the teams in our sort of average history that are remembered as the greatest teams of all time. And you guys are one of the greatest teams of all time. But no one will remember that if you don't hang a banner. So I think for them to readjust and get locked in, um, pretty impressive. You want us now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television, but not today. We're just on YouTube today. High School Hoops on SWX Montana TV. 
A text in from one of our listeners. By the way, if you want to be a part of the show, you always can. 406-888-1029. And this is a great segue because we're going to talk some Grizz hoops now. Question says, I have a question regarding Grizz men's basketball. Does anybody know why when the Grizz are shooting a free throw, we put no one on the lane throughout most of the game? Just curious if anybody in the know is aware of why we keep doing that. Love the show. Keep up the great work and have a great weekend. Thank you for the kind words. Um, so when the opponent is shooting free throws, I think that the main reason why you don't put people down on the, the block is so you can get back on defense more quickly. The other reason is to mitigate foul trouble, which has been an issue for the Grizz. Uh, Andrew, can you think of any other reason why that they would do this? It, it, it is more consistent for Montana than, than other teams I guess I'm so used to them doing that that I just don't really not acknowledge it. So I don't have a brilliant answer for you. I think it's more just the fact that Montana, they want to play a deliberate defensive style. They want to slow it, slow it down. And they're basically just trying to get back on defense, right? Yeah, no, I know. And some, probably they're big guys too. Like the big guys are get in such foul trouble just by breathing already. Anyways. Yeah, you don't want them to pick up a cheap foul when they're going for a rebound on a free throw. I mean, you'll see teams do it sometimes where they'll, they'll put their guards on the line if they're trying to set up the press. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's just trying to stay out of foul trouble for the Grizz. Yeah, I think that's uh, exactly what the deal is. So let's talk about last night. Because an 11-team league in the Big Sky Conference, with such varying styles and such geographic diversity, then you also get such roster diversity, and you also get such different styles of play. The, the worst matchup in the league for the Grizz is Northern Colorado. Why is that? Well, first of all, in modern basketball, most teams have put a high priority on trading threes for twos. Northern Colorado has an explicit and set goal that they want to make 10 three-pointers or more in a game. Northern Colorado is also the best team in the Big Sky and one of the best teams in the country, statistically, at chasing their opponent off of the three-point line. Montana definitively, and Travis DeCure said that on this show on Wednesday, wants to trade twos for threes. He likes the percentages better. I, I don't. I don't really know the math. I'm not an analytics guy. <laughs> it uh, and I, and also, big, Josh Secure is a multiple time Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year. So I mean, he's won more games than anybody but Jigs Dahlberg at Montana. So I'm not going to argue with his premise, but it does seem like an antiquated one uh, sometimes. But the other reasons why Northern Colorado is the worst matchup in the league for the Grizz is one. Northern Colorado is 0% scared to come to Missoula. They have had the most success in Dahlberg Arena of any team in the Big Sky Conference, and it's not close. Again, here's the stat. Of Montana's last 11 home losses, six have come to Northern Colorado. If it wasn't for a last-second shot against UNC last year in an empty gym, Northern Colorado would be on a five-game winning streak in Missoula. They have come in here and won on senior weekend like they did a couple years ago when Saeed Pridgett was a senior for Montana. Northern Colorado's come in here and beat that great championship team with Ahmad Rory and Michael Ogini and those guys. Northern Colorado won in Missoula that year. They've come in here, and they won last night to get senior weekend started again, and they did it in such systematic fashion. But the last reason why Northern Colorado is the worst matchup in the league for the Grizzlies is Travis Secure will also tell you that his team, their fundamental goal defensively is to guard you until you're out of your actions, you're out of your secondary fast break, and you're out of your initial offensive rotation. You whip through your offense, you go through your actions, 
And now, where you at? You got 10 seconds, 8 seconds left on the shot clock. You got to go one-on-one. We got to guard you. What does Northern Colorado got? Well, they got several of the best one-on-one players in the Big Sky Conference, including the best one-on-one player, in my opinion, in the Big Sky Conference, in Dalen Kuntz. He came into this game averaging 21 points per game. He was averaging about 24 per game in league play, and he completely lived up to that expectation. I wish I would have actually kept tallies of the stats, and if I went through the clock, I could probably find the exact number. But I said it on Twitter, it was countless. I bet you, so Dalen Kuntz last night finished with 29 points. Matt Johnson, Northern Colorado's other outstanding senior guard, finished with 20 points. That's 49 points from the UNC backcourt. I would be willing to bet that those guys scored at least 35, if not 40 of their 49 combined points on one-on-one plays late in the shot clock. So if you're Travis Secure, you have to be just over-the-top frustrated by that because you are executing what you want defensively, but then the other team is just breaking you down and beating you one-on-one. All that's to say, I was incredibly impressed with Northern Colorado and do not be surprised if UNC wins the Big Sky Tournament next week. If we were handicapping favorites right now, I'd say MSU is a slight favorite. And then I think I think the other primary contenders include Northern Colorado, Eastern Washington, Montana, and I'm still not quite there with Southern Utah or Weber State. We'll see. But let's hear from one of those guys who had such an impact in the game, Dalen Kuntz, a former Colorado transfer, following Northern Colorado's 75-66 win over Montana in Missoula. Down here at Dahlberg Arena with Dalen Kuntz. 29 points tonight. 75-66. You guys beat Montana. First question, you guys never seem to be scared when you come here. I know it's only your second year in Northern Colorado, but some of these guys have been around a while. I mean, I've seen Bodie Hume ball here five years in a row. So, what's the mentality like coming in this game? Because you guys don't seem to be scared playing in Missoula. I mean, just coming in and playing hard. You know, as long as we kind of do what we're supposed to do, we give ourselves a good opportunity to win the game. But, I mean, you know, it's just kind of I mean, road games, home games, you know, still got to have the same mentality. The Big Sky has so many teams in it, so the matchups are so crazy, right? Because there's so many different styles. This seems to be such a good matchup for you guys, though. Why? Um, I mean, they kind of play our style a little bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think we kind of share some of the same strengths, you know, from shooting to a lot of drivers and, you know, the big man's down low banging. That's, you know, we share some few strengths and it's, you know, always be good. <laughs> they love garden right and they they got you guys to go down the late in the shot clock a whole bunch you guys hit so many big shots what does that take how are you guys able to do that uh just staying composed you know just making sure we're getting to our right shots you know we're getting the shots that we're working all the time you know if we get into our spots then you know they probably have a good chance for them to go in this season has been so up and down in the big sky but what do you think of the way you guys are playing right now because this is uh, almost tournament week so this is a big win for you guys going to the tournament right yeah we've been playing pretty good you know just trying to get rolling Rolling smooth, going in the big sky, you know, just trying to give, give ourselves a chance, you know, in the tournament coming up next week. This league, too, has been so impacted by transfers in two different ways, right? Guys like you come into the league, a whole bunch of guys last year after the weird COVID year leaving the league. But it seems like you have really settled in. So what's been the biggest turning point for you in, in year two at Northern Colorado? Uh, just getting used to the offense, you know, just my first year, you know, it was pretty good, but it's just I had to get used to the offense, get used to how things were going here. And now I feel like I settled in pretty good and know what to expect for you know, the team and the coaches and everything. I know you guys have known each other, some of you guys, for a long time. So uh, now that it's kind of winding down, I know you guys all have a, a chance to come back again, but h- how much of an advantage does that give you when you when you like playing with each other, you know how to play when you come into the postseason? Uh, I think it gives a lot of advantage. You know, um, you know, we have really good chemistry. You know, we know where we want the ball at. You know, we really like each other off the court. So, I mean, it brings us closer on the court. We really care for each other. We got each other's backs. 
Dalen Kuntz, Northern Colorado. That's the main storyline for Northern Colorado is that Matt Johnson, Dalen Kuntz, Bodie Hume, they all played on the same AAU team together all the way back from their high school days. They're all from Colorado. And so Hume was the first one to land at UNC. He got Matt Johnson to come along with, and then they got Dalen Kuntz to transfer from Colorado. So these dudes, they have a, a next level of chemistry compared to everybody else in the Big Sky Conference. And I think it is a huge advantage as they go on the road to then play at the Big Sky Tournament next week in Boise, Idaho. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. How about the other side of the coin? Travis DeCure talked to the media following his team's second home loss of the regular season. Uh, Travis, I guess just your initial thoughts after that one. Game of possessions. Uh, when, when you play a game with the pace that we had tonight, which was fairly slow, uh, every possession matters a lot more. Um, and you, you, you can't give up 50%. You can't let two guys score 49 points. And, you know, all credit to, to, to Koontz and Johnson. Those guys showed up and ready to play. This team, just we've talked, you know, last few weeks, just the win, the loss, kind of the bouncing back and things like that. Have you, have you kind of seen why that is? Like, any idea why? Some of it's matchups. Some of it, you know, is, is style of play. Some of it, I think there's, uh, you know, I don't want to say maturity. I just think that, you know, maybe you prepare a little better for certain games. Uh, you know, maybe there's some other things that play a role into the level of intensity that you bring in. Right? I, I question how, how intense we are as a group, and that's from top to bottom, starting with me on the road. Um, and then I think recovering from big wins. You know, you, you look at, you know, after we beat Weber, you look at uh, Weber Eastern, and we had a roll going. I don't think we were that intense going into the Montana State game. I think we played well at Weber. I don't know that we bounced back very well on Saturday. Um, same thing, you know, second time around with Southern Utah and then this game tonight. So uh, some of that is, you know, we just got to do a better job of, of mentally preparing for a game. You guys did such a good job taking them out of their actions, guarding late in the shot clock, but they seem to step up and hit big shots late in shot clock over and over again. How bad does that just break your back when that happens? That's one-on-one defense at that point because there's no more action. It's, it's one guy with the ball getting to a spot, and uh, you you got to get better at keeping guys from getting to the middle of the floor. Uh, you got to do a better job of contesting, and, and that's an area of growth for us. Is that what makes them so dangerous is they do have multiple guys that can score one-on-one like that late in the clock? Yeah, and you, you've got two experienced guards like that, right. that that can create their own shot and create for others. It's just very difficult to uh, slow them down uh, in a game of possessions. And and so you just got to hold teams to 40%. you got to find a way to get teams in the 40s, uh, 30s on a good night. If we do that, if we hold them to 40 45%, it's a different game down the stretch. How much of a difference does Kerr Jokic make in the middle? Clocks it up. He's active. Um, he does a good job uh, controlling their offense a little bit because he's handling the ball away, so it opens up the floor. If he didn't have the ball in his hands, you could probably sag off and help around the rim. But because he has the ball, it makes it very difficult when those guards throw the corner. There's just no rim protection. Smiley, Smiley came on my show today, and he said that one of the keys was keeping Josh Bannon in check, making him work for it. Did they do anything particular to take him out of the offense? Yeah, they fronted him in the post. They just didn't let the ball get in there. And if we didn't work hard enough, to get to the second, third side and get it in. And and I thought that we kind of settled a little bit. Oh, he's not open, and we went to something else. Uh, and, and that was kind of how the offense went for the night, was we never really got second, third options very much. Uh, I thought a lot of guys tried to create some offense for themselves. We didn't do an up chop show. Sure. With Mac just having been out, when you can see these guys like Kerr and Bellow and Southern Utah, like have you has those size disadvantages help hurt a little bit more too, especially with him missing post defense and just his size? Well, I think it speeds our advantage when we have Mac. 
we're a quicker team than mostly everyone in the conference when maxing the game. So when you lose your best athlete and your fastest player, uh, and you're not you're not deep with athleticism, it's going to be very difficult to replace it. And, and that's really what we're missing is just activity. Uh, DJ provides us with that for stretches, but he gets in foul trouble. Uh, and usually both of them work, but you had one to go to when the other was out, and we just we can't replace it when DJ's out. After tonight, you guys are locked into the five seed. So when you go into the final game of the regular season, does that change the way you prepare for that game or kind of no, look at you things? Just wanna win. You want to win. You, you, you play to win. You try to play your best basketball every night out, and whatever happens, happens. You want to see the growth. You want to see the maturation. Do you ever have to, like, remind yourself of that? Yeah, I mean, it comes up in conversation um, fairly often. Uh, but I'm not looking for a reason or an excuse for why things don't go our way. I'm, I'm looking for answers. And, and I think there are answers within the group we have. We've shown it. We can play better. Um, but the question is, can you do it on multiple nights, back-to-back? And right now, we haven't done that. Um, with this Saturday being senior night, do you know which players you're going to honor yet? It's a surprise. <laughs> he went on to say it's not actually a surprise. Scott Blake, D. Cam Parker, and Freddie Brown the third will all be honored at senior night tomorrow night. You want to go to that game? Sacramento State in town. Last Grizz home game of the season. I know the Grizz are coming off a high Sunday. Beating the Cats a low last night, losing to Northern Colorado. But they're 14-2 and two at home. They're in the mix for a 20-win season. And they're locked into the fifth season. They have a bye next week in the Big Sky Tournament. You want to go to the game tomorrow? We got four-pack of tickets. Call us right now. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call us right now. Let's just do caller number one right off the top. Caller number one, 888-1029. You want to go to the Grizz basketball game? Got a four-pack of tickets for you. Thanks to the University of Montana for their partnership with us here at ESPN Radio to provide you with Grizz and Lady Grizz tickets all season long. What's going down at the AA basketball tournaments? We'll let you know on the other side. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Bobcats attached outright to their championship title. The Grizz fell at home to a familiar nemesis, and the last evening of Big Sky Conference regular season hoops commences tonight. Hello, I am Colter Duanez. Montana State men sewed up a share of the Big Sky title against Southern Utah on Tuesday. On Thursday in Bozeman, Bobcats ensured the title is theirs alone with a 75-69 win over Sac State. The victory moves MSU to 15-4 in Big Sky play and 23-7 overall. Each record a program best, as during the Big Sky as a charter member back in 1960. 
23. The Bobcats will take the number one seed in the next week's conference tournament in Boise. In Missoula, the Grizzlies continued struggling to beat Northern Colorado at home. A place Montana is usually nearly impossible to beat. UM entered Thursday's contest having won 58 of their last 68 games at Dahlberg Arena. After UNC's 75-66 win of the last 11 home losses UM has suffered in Missoula, six have come to Northern Colorado. Montana's loss drops them to 11-8 in league play. UM is locked in as the number five seed in next week's conference tournament, and Northern Colorado can secure the two seed with a win in Bozeman Saturday or the three seed with a loss to the Bobcats. Finally, the women's league wraps up tonight. MSU can win at Northern Colorado. Bobcats will share the league title, and if the Lady Grizz can win at Sac State, Montana would receive a first-round bye. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. So this song is by request from our guy, Rajim Seabrook, who I hope feels better. He was feeling under the weather when he came here, and then, you know, our studio is so hot, I don't think he could muster the mental fortitude to come sit in here because it's making me a little, you know, feeling out, out of sorts. So hope my man gets better. But uh, that is a song by Coda the Friend, and uh, I fully admit that the one thing that I haven't kept up on in my massive pursuit to always fully consume pop culture is newer hip hop. Part of that's because I just love old school rap so much. And uh, basically my, my consumption of new rap stopped right along the time that Kanye released his third album in the, in the, the, the opening trilogy of great albums when he first started his career. I'm trying to get back into it. I, I really like chance the rapper. My good buddy, Austin Tutel has got me on him. And uh, I really like um, Kendrick Lamar from what I've consumed of his as well. But I know, I know nothing about this Coda the Friend. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television, but not today. You can find us on YouTube. Andrew is uh, way younger than me. Tell me about this Coda the Friend. Is this somebody that I need to know about? Are you into this guy? Andrew, uh, first of all, is in his 20s, not in his 30s like me. But also... Uh, he's a, you know, he's from a metropolitan area. He's always bumping the hip hop when he's shooting hoops. Is this somebody you're digging on? Do you like this guy? I'm learning about this guy along with you, Colter. Okay. I pulled up the Spotify page because uh, I, I was liking that vibe. So this is Rajim's recommendation. That's right. This is one of his requests. Uh, so it looks like Coda the Friend. He's a Brooklyn guy, so that okay. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Br- Rajim is from. Uh, New York City, so it totally makes sense. Huh, well, I guess we'll maybe we'll consume him more. Maybe we'll have to have Rajim over, or maybe we'll go to his house and kick it, listen to some music. Hope he feels better. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. What's going on in the world of high school hoops? Let's do a little roundup. It's our prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. You have about 11 days left to enter your high school senior, or maybe our high school senior, for... $10,000 scholarships. That's right, $10,000 scholarships presented by Farmer State Bank. Go apply online at FarmersEBank.com. That's FarmersEBank.com. You have until March 15th to do that. The Eastern AA Boys Basketball Tournament playing out in Belgrade. Biggest upset so far. 
came in the very first game. Bozeman, number one team in the state, the Hawks are. They get knocked off by Belgrade, 53-50. to Other first-round scores included Great Falls CMR, losing to Billings Senior, 50-45. Billings West outlasting Bozeman Gallatin, 57-55. Billings Skyview beating Great Falls High, 54-47. Bozeman did bounce back, so the Hawks remain alive. Top four teams from each of these divisionals, by the way, advance to the Class AA State Tournament, which will be in Billings next week. Bozeman bounced back, and they drilled Great Falls CMR, 77-58. And Bozeman Gallatin also stayed alive with a 48-39 victory. So the two Great Falls schools are the first two going home. In the undefeated part of the bracket, Belgrade and Billings Senior got underway about 40 minutes ago. So we'll get you a score update there. And Billings West and Billings Skyview play in the nightcap. Plus then Bozeman has another loser out tomorrow morning. I guess a to-be-determined opponent. So that's the Eastern AA boys. The Eastern AA girls yesterday, Billings West drilled Bozeman Gallatin to move into the undefeated bracket. Great Falls CMR got past Bozeman 39-34. Billings Senior got past Great Falls 34-23. Woof, that's a low-scoring game. And then Billings Skyview ran past host Belgrade 72-33 in the first loser-out game of the AA Eastern Tournament. Bozeman stays alive by beating their crosstown rival Gallatin. So the Hawks stay alive. So you got uh, that last loser out game probably still playing out between Great Falls and Belgrade. The Western AA. Go with the girls first. Yesterday, Hellgate had no problem with Kalispell Glacier, a 30-point win for the Knight girls. Helena High got past Missoula Sentinel. That's just a little bit of an upset. Helena Capital. A slugfest against Butte, 28-24. Gosh, I cannot wait for the shot clock in Montana. You can play so bad offensively, and you're still going to score more than 28 points in a win if you have a shot clock. So brutal game between Capital and Butte, but Capital moves on. And then Kalispell Flathead gets past the Missoula Big Sky Girls, 48-39. So then in loser out action, Missoula Sentinel stays alive by beating Kalispell Glacier, 36-33. And then Butte stays alive by ending Missoula Big Sky's Nice turnaround season, 38-30. So Big Sky goes 0-2 at Divisionals, but they had a handful or more of total victories this year, which is more than they've had the last three or four years combined. So Tyler Hobbs doing a good job there at Big Sky. So your undefeated Western AA semis include Missoula Hellgate versus Helena High at 6.30 tonight and and Helena Capital versus Flathead in the girls' side at 8 o'clock tonight. And then finally in the Western AA boys tournament, these are all being played at Carroll College in Helena. Capital had no trouble with Kalispell Flathead to move on. Helena High got past Kalispell Glacier. Missoula Big Sky drilled Missoula Sentinel 53-33. And Missoula Hellgate got past Butte 65-55. So then in loser out action this morning, Flathead's going home. They lose to Kalispell Glacier 53-26. Sentinel loses a heartbreaker. They lose 64-63 to Butte. So 0-2 for the Spartans. Uh, so they'll have a bounce back year next year, I guarantee it. They had a lot of great athletes on their team, Sentinel did. But, but there's a b- bunch of guys playing not their best sport. Like, basketball is not their best sport, if that makes sense. Like, you got a guy like Drew Klump who's going to go play football at Montana. Um, a guy like um, the Williams kid who's certainly could be a D1 football player, Chase Williams, but he's going to go to the Ivy League to go to school. And, uh, you know, a bunch of other guys that were a little better at other sports than uh, maybe they are in in basketball. So Sentinel, they'll be back 
But uh, on the undefeated side of the bracket, Helena Capital and Helena are battling right now. It's 17-13, Capital leads. And then another crosstown matchup, Big Sky versus Hellgate. This was an overtime game at Hellgate's gym earlier this year, so that's one to look forward to. Missoula Big Sky versus Missoula Hellgate in the undefeated semi at the Western AA tournament. So that'll be fun to track. Let's take a look quickly while we're here uh, on the bracket site. At the Western AA tournament, this this happened uh, last week. But the uh, the Butte, Butte Central was able to win this thing. But you also had a couple others. Dillon is advancing. So does Frenchtown from this A, as does Polson and Hamilton. So five out of the Western A, that's Butte Central, Dillon, Polson, and Hamilton are all advancing to the Class A state tournament. That one, Class A, will be here in Missoula. That's boys, by the way, for... Uh, the Class A. And then on the girls from the West, Hamilton, Browning, Dillon, Columbia Falls will all be moving on as well. So that will be a fun one here in Missoula as well. So there you go. It's your prep extra. Your look at all the divisional tournaments around the state of Montana. The Grizz have a little bit of movement on their football coaching staff. Shan Schilliger heading the SEC. Who might they hire? But more importantly, what does it mean for the Grizz, they haven't had a lot of volatility on their coaching staff. We'll analyze that and talk maybe a little bit about spring ball storylines right after this. Keep it right here. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. It's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. The same for gangsters, times is changing. Young is aging, becoming OGs in the game and changing. To make way for these new names and faces, but the strangest things can happen from rapping when get wrapped up in image and acting. Get capped up and wrapped in plastic, zipped up in bags when it happens, that's it. I've seen them come, I've watched them go, watched them rise, witnessed it and watched them blow. Watched them all blossom and watch them. So Montana. Welcome back. New on is now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television, but not today. We're rolling on YouTube today, though, if you want to watch in. SWX is carrying the a variety of Washington State tournaments. The one they're carrying right now is from Spokane Arena. So the uh, mothership at SWX is there in Spokane. So uh, sometimes, especially this time of year, tournament time, we, uh, we get preempted. But we'll be back on SWX next week, and we will be broadcasting to you live from... Idaho Credit Union Arena in uh, Boise, Idaho. So we'll be happy to be there for the Big Sky Tournament, men's and women's from stem to stern. So we'll have live nuanas now with a whole bunch of great guests from around the Big Sky all next week. We'll also be taking the show on the road for the NCAA Tournament in two weeks as well. Predetermined, or I guess to be determined site. I wish it was predetermined. It was a hell of a time last year when it was predetermined in Indianapolis, and we can just go there and just take in all of the action. That was super fun. One of the best trips I've been on in my life. But we'll be taking this show on the road, going to 
the NCAA tournament next week in two weeks, I guess. So stay tuned for that as well. The University of Montana started spring ball on Wednesday. I went and checked out some spring ball today. I didn't get to see much. Just got to see some defensive walkthroughs. The guys look really good. A couple guys look really, really good. Levi Janicaro looks jack city. And Patrick O'Connell looks like a grown man. He already did, but he's looking good too. It's amazing the level of physical maturity some of these guys can achieve when they're in their fourth, fifth, sixth years playing college football. But the dichotomy is, I believe, two-thirds of the Grizz roster is underclassmen, including 50-plus freshmen of one variety or the other. Because you got to remember, you had, you're going you're gonna to have some incoming freshmen in the fall. You have the guys that were true freshmen and or redshirt freshmen last year. Then you have the guys that were true and or redshirt freshmen from the year before. Then you have the guys that were redshirt freshmen from the 2019 season that didn't play in 2020, who were then redshirt freshmen again last year. So I know that's completely confusing. It totally is. But that's all to say that the roster at UM remains young, even though they do have some some of the oldest players in school history. Next week, Wednesday, Bobby Houck, Grizz head football coach, will join us here on Nuanas Now, which will be fun to hear from him. I talked to him earlier today. We'll play that for you while we're in Boise. We'll also talk some storylines. But one piece of breaking news that I actually broke on Skyline Sports a couple weeks ago, I guess it was probably about 10 days ago now, Shan Schillinger, a most beloved Grizz player, one of the fan favorites and one of the great players to come out of the state of Montana and play at Montana. The Baker native was a high school legend in, in Montana, and he went 49-1 and during his career at Baker, playing for his legendary uncle John, Don Schillinger, who's the all-time winning as coach in the history of Montana high school football. And Shan, as so many men are apt, apt to do, went to the same route, the coaching route like his uncle and his father. And he has been with the Grizz at his alma mater uh, for a handful of years now. He came back to Montana to be on Bob Stitt's staff and then was retained by Bobby Houck. He's been coaching safeties all along. He himself was an All-American safety, a two-time All-American safety, who was then a draft pick by the Atlanta Falcons, played in the NFL for a handful of years before then getting a graduate assistant job at Nebraska and then matriculating back here to the Garden City. But Shan's been coaching safeties for his his whole time back at Montana, but he's also been being kind of groomed in a variety of other ways. He was helping Bobby Houck with the special teams calls last year. He also was calling a little bit of the defense, uh, sort of learning under Uber veteran defensive coordinator Kent Bear. I mean, shoot, Kent Bear's been a defensive coordinator in college football since before Shan Schilliger was even born, and Shan's not even that young anymore. Kent's been doing it since the late 70s. So a great guy to learn from. But Shan is on the move. He's headed to Mississippi State to join Mike Leach's staff as a defensive analyst. The ties here also include Tucker Ryder, who's the older brother of Ryder Meyer, a current grid safety. Tucker Meyer who's also the son of Les Meyer, former head coach at Fairfield High School. Tucker Meyer is a graduate assistant at Mississippi State, so there's one Montana Connect for you. But the big connect is Zach Arnett. Zach Arnett was the linebackers coach at San Diego State when Bobby Houck was there. Coach Houck tried to hire him to be on his staff here at Montana, but then he ended up getting Power 5 gigs, and now Arnett is the defensive coordinator at Mississippi State. So some familiarity with, with Bobby Houck there for Arnett and probably a natural connection for Shan. So Shan will now join Mike Leach's staff and work under Zach Arnett 
as a defensive analyst there in Starkville, Mississippi at Mississippi State. So it's a good move for him. <laughs> I know it's always tough when you have a family that's in Montana and from Montana. I know his wife went to school here in Missoula as well, so always tough to make a move like that. But should be great for Shan's coaching career. I guess they do have a new safeties coach in the works. I was asking around about it yesterday and today. But as these things go, because it's a public position, they have to approve it through a variety of different athletic department hoops and things like that. So we won't know officially who the new safeties coach is. And I actually wasn't a, I wasn't I didn't have the time to stick around long enough to even look and see. So we'll do some reporting on that. But they should have a new safeties coach in the mix. Uh, pretty soon here. They also have some big-name guys as offensive and defensive analysts uh, joining the Bobby Houck staff. So I was asked to keep those under my hat until those are official as well. So I will. I will obey orders on that one, and uh, we'll get you the news as soon as we know the news or as soon as we are able to confirm and break the news. How about that? That's all to say, though, that it's an interesting deal because Shan's a great coach, the Grizz secondary also was probably the most improved element of the team and helped sort of solidify that Montana's defense was so lights out. Montana's defense has been great at linebacker since Bobby Out came back. Pretty good up front, but they were better up front because of the progression in the secondary, because of the corners that they brought in and the safeties that they developed. And uh, Coach Schillinger had a, a big role in that. So it'd be interesting to see how the guys react. I think more than anything, Shan's just a great dude, a guy that everybody around here really likes. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He's been a good friend of mine since we were in college. And uh, wish him happy trails, wish him the best. And do not be surprised if Shan Schillinger is back at his alma mater someday. I'm not going to say sooner than later, but definitely someday. And this is a good move for him as far as professional development goes. A lot to watch for from the Grizz, a lot to look forward to when it comes to spring ball. So we'll talk more about that tomorrow, or excuse me, next week. Uh, not tomorrow. We will not have a show tomorrow. I'm, I'm all over the place today. No show tomorrow. We'll be back at it next week, and we'll talk some Grizz football throughout the week, including on Wednesday where we share our interview with Montana head coach Bobby Houck. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, Hour 1 in the books. Hour 2, how about some levity? Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports swings by. No frozen members, but it's funny, I promise. Keep it right here. It's ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.